and ladies and gentlemen, welcome to B Graders episode two. We're here at the lovely Sweet Remedy Cafe. Once again, provided uh, a space to film this this show. It's a bit muggy here today, Matt. It is. It is. I, I've been known to perspire myself. I've been known to sweat a bit. Just a little bit. I'm today sweating like a gypsy with a mortgage. It's that bad. Uh, we got a little bit to talk about today, Matt. Um, we, do have, we do have a little bit to talk about. We also, we had a few, a little bit of feedback on last week's show, which was nice, actually, by the way. And like, of course, we, we put a bit of stuff up on Facebook as well. And like for those of you who we might not have answered on Facebook, uh, the reason for that is quite simple. We didn't want to turn this into like a... a, a, a Facebook screaming match, and plus the, the advantage we have of sitting here and giving our opinion is um, no one answers back, which is part of the it's our opinion, the and, romance uh, of doing the show. It really. is our opinion, and uh, <laughs> we'll stick by our opinion. Doesn't necessarily mean everyone's going to agree with it. No. But there you go. That's life, isn't it? You're not but always we'll going to have agreement. But we'll try and be more professional this week. Yeah, no well, I don't know. It. I'm never professional. We'll see. We'll Look, see. Um, we've had we had a lot of feedback, and it was mostly positive and we thank you for that it's uh it's quite in uh, ingratiating i'm really quite happy that you liked what we did first up and we'll continue to try and improve anyway look we've had a pretty big week in the bikes and i want to start this week with the dubai tour we spoke we spoke about it last week the best sprinters in the world were at the dubai tour and i called it i said you said someone's gonna fall off they'll all fall off and, and they did bob's you know robert's your mother's brother there <laughs> they were they fell off first stage poor old caleb hurt himself Poor old Owen Duell almost lost his foot to a disc break. Apparently. Yeah, yeah well, apparently. what do you know? He says it. He was there. He was there. He said it was a disc break that nearly chopped his foot off, which and would have been terrible for it would cycling. Have been, would have been terrible for cycling. And but then a video had... appeared the next day of Tim Vrays, an old mate of ours, putting his thumb on a disc break, showing how easy it could stop. And then somebody said, oh, yeah, but it's not got an 80 kilo ride on it, blah, blah, blah. Do you like disc brakes or do you not like disc brakes on road bikes? If I'm you can email us. Matt1 at iinet.net. Dot au. Email us there. We'll, we'll give you the results of the poll if we get any response. Yeah, if we get if we get 20 people give us their opinion on disc brakes yes or disc brakes no, we'll let you know. If we only get three people, because there's only three people here, That's we'll um, probably yeah. ignore it. I tell you, I have my views on them. Uh, disagrees strongly with the main view of most Americans, from what I can gather. Anyhow, the racing over the last week's been fantastic, Matt. We had, uh, obviously, the Dubai Tour, a number of different uh, winners there, including the great Caleb Ewan. The great Caleb Ewan finally put all of the best sprinters away. The first stage, Mark Cavendish showed that he is starting this season off better than last year, and last season was brilliant. He's pretty good. Kittel won by default. Uh, you got to win when you win. And I saw Eric Zabel lose a Milan San Remo by throwing his hands poor too old, early. Poor old Caleb thought he'd had, had the biggest win of his life so far, went to throw the hands and should have waited 10 centimetres longer and he would well, have had I that the stage. line when you were the best guy. Well, well done to Marcel Kittle. And then Caleb, in atrocious conditions on a motor racing circuit in pouring rain, killed them, absolutely annihilated them. And uh, nice to see everyone was knocking him after all the wins that he had at Tour Down Under saying he was racing against none of the sprinters, only Sagan was there and he wasn't fit enough and he won all those stages. But you know, those of you who have seen Caleb race, he's definitely going to be, I reckon, the, he might not be the next Mark Cavendish, but he's definitely going to be the he's, Caleb Ewan. He's no the, the Caleb Ewan, and that's all he wants to be, I reckon. Then we move on to the opening of the uh, the classic season, yep. Het Newsblatt, yep. Umloop. And Het, we called it. We did, Van Avermaet. Followed by Sargon. 
Van Evermet once again got the better of a one-on-one -on -one sort of situation with, there was four at the finish, three at the finish, but Van Avermaet once again got the better of Peter Sagan on Saturday. And then Sagan got the better of him on Sunday at Kern. Got the Kern. better of everyone. He absolutely Lee killed them. Murdered them. <laughs> murdered them at Kern, Brussels, Kern. And of course, a couple of big races coming up. We've got Strada Bianchi, Bianchi, the Italian the, the version second of Caribou. The second best race, one day race in the world. What's the best race? Oh, it'd have to be Tour of Flanders. Tour of Flanders? I reckon. Ooh, but call. you know, in Italy, good coffee, nice white roads, finish up a hill into a great little town. Yes. All the riders want to do it. They all want to do it. Finishing up a hill. They like it. And my pick for this race, I think I'm going to have to like Sagan again, if he's there. Don't know if he's going, but I'm, I'm assuming he will be. But with WA's own Luke Durbridge to top 10. At Strata Bianchi? Yep. Go Durbo. Durbo I think was so. in the front group at the Front weekend, group so at Kerner. Right. He, and he did his job at, at uh, Newsblad as well. So I think he's in pretty good pretty good nick, our, our Durbo. He is in very good nick. Very good nick. Now, actually, somebody said something on Facebook the other day. I made the mention last week of why we called the show B Graders and mentioned out what an A grader was. And somebody chimed in on Facebook and said, Luke Durbridge is not an A grader. Luke Durbridge is a professional cyclist, which takes him so much further past an A grader, it's not funny. And you know what? I'm going to agree with that. Can't, yes, dis can't disagree you're with You're really. correct. They are a level above A graders, Luke Durbridge and Robert Power and Jess Allen, our pro bike riders from WA. So I'll take that on board. Kathy Dixon, well you done, are Kathy, correct. You are correct. Well done. Thanks for putting us in our place. The other racing that we had on the weekend, Matt. Closer to home. Closer to home. Ring series. Yep. Very close racing. Very close racing. And Two another person, another person we mentioned last week, the man with just Greek god hair. Oh, it's beautiful. Doug Stewart. He put away one of the former greats of WA Cycling. Not, a, not former greats. He's still a great. He's still a great. One of the younger. Was it? Once upon a time, when he was young, he was still good. Put away Daniel Trini. Only a centimetre between them. Uh, Doug Stewart, big win. Uh, now, we made a bit of a com I made a bit of a comment last week about moving upgrades and so forth. Um, it doesn't count for Doug, by the way. He's, he's an old man. He's almost 50. Yeah, yeah. Closer to 50 than 30. That's exactly right. So he can stay in B grade because I don't expect him to go up against the kid who keeps on winning. Leighton Cook. Doesn't he, look, doesn't he not look good doing it? Blanket finish across the road in the A grade race last week. You thought uh, Michael Freeberg was going to have it all over down the right-hand side of the road, and then Leighton Cook just slipped up the inside down the other side, and we had all the kids we mentioned. Speed, doesn't he? All the kids we mentioned. Leighton Cook, one at Freeburg was there. Lanigan was there. Um, Don't shoot me for this GDC cycling. Oral 7, there was an Oral 7 boy in fourth place, and his name escapes me right now. I do apologise. Oral 7, great cycling team in WA, Oral 7. And fifth place was Stevie Hall, the man who's leading the series. He can't keep Stevie out of the placings. And then the women's race... Well, how good is Sarah Duffield? I mean, Sarah Duffield has fast become... Now, take a, let's get this into perspective. Jess Allen is our best female cyclist in the state. She rides professional for America. Then we've got Erin Keneally, who she's races more a Victorian for Holden. Now. She's a Victorian. Well, she's a Victorian anyway from Warrnambool. But she races for Holden Racing. Sarah Duffield, when everyone's there... She's, She's won three from three. Oh, it's it's her really her and starts. Melissa Robinson recently have been taking all the wins. They're the know, ones so. who have been racing. So well done, Sarah Duffield. Love seeing her. And the reason I mention it because uh, when we had Renee's race, which we failed to mention the other week, which mm. is a it was a travesty on our behalf. Travesty on our behalf. So apologies about not mentioning the Renee's race, but. Sarah Duffield was over racing the Tour of East Gippsland Some NRS race, the NRS first one, race, yes. and top 10 ran about 6th or 7th in the time trial, so well done Sarah Duffield, she has come 
out of the shadows of one or two riders and doing beautifully. But photo finishes, time for a photo finish camera. I think, I think so. And look, I mean, if you have a look at it, Sarah Duffy went over to Europe last year, mm -hmm. tested herself. You know, she didn't have a great deal of results over there, but it's hard to get results over there. But what he did is made her harder. She came back a better bike rider. I think, and that's what happens. I think a lot of kids go over, and I say kids because we're old men, um, a lot of kids go over to Europe probably having not, you would think, what are you going there for? You've done nothing here. Wouldn't you want to do something first? But they actually go to Europe for about three to four months. And if they don't let a lack of success get to them, they can actually build on it and come back better than they were when they went away. And that's the whole purpose to it. The other thing about the talent of the state is uh, two guys who are in the race on the weekend at the Ring Series, Michael Storer and Jai Hendley, who have just turned oh, what have they ever done? pro Conti. <laughs> what have they ever done, apart from top ten at you know, Tour Pretty much anything they want to do. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. World's medals, uh, second at the Sun Tour, to our best racing locally. I really love to see the fact that these kids come home on a break and they turn up to the local Sunday yeah, it's race. That's great, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like you just, just no two ways about it. That's just one of the best That's things to happen. That's supporting what brought them to where they are. Yeah, no, absolutely perfect. Lucky enough to have a chat with Glenn Taraki, the man, one of the men behind the Ring Series. And the reason Glenn got in touch is he wanted to discuss the point system and some of the ideas. Uh, about the Ring Series. Uh, got to speak to Matt Fulton and Cam Wong from West Cycle. They were very happy to all get a mention about the Ring Series last week. The man who was most happy was Dan O'Donoghue. Yeah, Dan likes I mean, to mention. Dan O'Donoghue, Telstra Straw, Wanneroo. He is, he's, he's a good mate of ours, but he does more work for WA Cycling than, than most. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a daylight, daylight second. The only thing I will say about him that he is a bit of you know, an attention seeker. Did did say to us, the more you mention me, the bigger discount we'll give you at the uh, at the shop at the shop, and you know I might even pay you to commentate one day. He said, "Jesus, that'd be if a first, yeah, would it? If, that'd you get, be a if he first. gets a sponsor, gets I might sponsor. be able to pay you to yeah, commentate." Anyway, we are commentating because he has got a sponsor. He's got Eddie Merck sponsoring the state championships on the nineteenth. We of will March, be and there doing that absolutely because we like to do it. Now, Matt, new initiative coming up in the world of cycling. Velon, which is a group of uh, race promoters, I believe is putting on a series called the Hammer Series. Now, how it works is this. A number of teams, I think it's about 15 full pro teams, most of them World Tour teams, race over three days. One day is a sprinter's day, one day is a climber's day, and then there is a team time trial. No individual results, it's all team-based. All the circuits are 10K, and they race around 120 kilometers, and teams get points for where their riders finish, and Basically, it doesn't really matter who finishes first, as long as the team's up there. They're going to probably charge uh, entry to watch, and they're probably going to get television rights money. So is this the way cycling is going to go? I don't know if it's the way cycling is going to go as far as the traditional side of cycling is going to go, but I think cycling has to find every possible way to get itself on the TV or onto YouTube channels like this yep. and make start generating money, because especially road cycling, like, dare I say it, Track cycling needs to pull its finger out of wherever it's got it stuck because you watch, I'm watching the World Cups on uh, YouTube feeds. Yep. Fantastic racing, super talent, but my goodness me, Grandma, Auntie Peg, Two Mum and, and Dad, they're where watching their kid who's riding for some in the national team in a World Cup situation. They need to do something about the racing program. We need to get out of this mentality of uh, Olympic sport ideal. We need to bring back 
just the elimination, just the scratch race. We need to bring back Revolution whatever series happened in the to the UK mile. Is the U Revolution you know? Series in the UK does it perfectly. Yep. They get the stars there. They run races like the, you know, the devil takes the hindmost. They run these yep. races that people want to see that yep. are entertaining. They reward the riders for being entertaining. Exactly right. And they get massive crowds. And if they don't do it, because the Velodrome is one of the most expensive venues to, to, for the upkeep of oh, that sort of thing. So you've got to do expensive. something to, to bring it in. To the point where Dunk Grey Velodrome in Sydney, the Olympic Velodrome in Sydney, is probably going to close very shortly because no one wants say. to pay for it. That's what I was at Heffron Park two nights ago, had a bit of fun over there, and talked to one or two of the guys who were involved with running the racing over there at the... Uh, the Raw series run by Paul Crafter in the summer, and it is a, it is a real worry. They are concerned that they're, they're going to lose their only indoor velodrome in Sydney. And, you know, Melbourne's got two. We've got one about to be redone, by the way. Being redone at the moment. You can't use it at the moment. It's been ripped out. Hopefully but, it's going to be put back in. Absolutely. Uh, but you need it. It's, it's fantastic to train on. That's why we have a strong track team from Western Australia. It's why guys like myself who use it in the winter when it's raining because I'm made of made of sugar and I melt in the rain. Australian Masters Pursuit Champion. Raining. Raining. Hasn't been run since I ran it. AVCC. Thank you very much. Australian Veteran Cycling Council. Thank you for stop running those. We're still running champions. Absolutely. But <laughs> you get out there and you get a really good uh, you know workout on a Saturday or a yep. Sunday because the velodrome's open and you go down you pay your $15 and you ride around for three hours doing whatever you do. And it's just convenient where it is too. You're Midland. Fantastic. Love Midland. Anyway, last bit on local racing. This weekend Pemberton is on. Matt Tognini's going to be there. He's been training the house down. He's been motor pacing. He's been doing all sorts of stuff. Good luck to everyone who's going to Pemberton. And also, a few WA people have gone a few. on the aeroplane and they've gone to the Tour de Bintan. Tour de Bintan, I've been there a few times. Never ridden it. Too smart. My favourite bike rider in the world, Chris Glasby. He yes. is over there at the moment. He will be in his hotel room at the moment. Goat. He is the greatest mechanic of all time. Uh, he, is, he will be in his hotel room at the moment. He will have had his chicken and rice for breakfast. <laughs> he will now be lying down legs elevated and not in a way that people really want to see so that he's ready for tomorrow's time trial he's really wanting to uh qualify for the world's that's grand right it's, it's now time a qualifier trial. Yep. and then he'll then do the two grand fondos after that not really worrying too much about it as long as he qualifies for that time trial and i wish him very good luck other people over there dome team the dome team you know uh, toby toby does a good job with his team and they're all going over with the great Stuart Passmore. Oh. How can you forget the great Stuart Passmore? Why did you mention Passmore? We got through the whole week last week not mentioning Passmore. Couldn't, couldn't. One hashtag from Charlie Gargett and now you mentioned Yeah, Stuart but you know Passmore. that Charlie wants to marry him and have his children. I hate Stuart Passmore. I love Can't Stuart. Stand him. Stuart, back to the days where he rode for Team Barbarellas in the... Uh, That's right, Perth, Team Barbarellas. In the Perth Crit series. series. Anyhow, anyway. so that, those races are on and they're going to be fantastic and uh, look for the results and support our guys over there and down south. Tour de Cure is coming up, and the reason we're going to talk about Tour de Cure is Australia's favourite German Australian, not this boy, not me, because he's got Italian in him as well. Jens Voigt is going to be in Western Australia in a couple of weeks' time. You've got an opportunity here. This is just a little bit of a sizzle. There'll be more details on next week's show, and also watch the West Cycle and uh, Tour de Cure internet sites. Jens Voigt will be in town. There'll be a dinner on the 15th of March. Tickets available soon. And there'll also be two rides that you can get involved in that are separate to the Tour de Cure. Still run by the Tour de Cure, but you can go for a ride with Jensi. Now, we've 
dealt with Yenzi in the past. I got to spend a lot of time with him he's a couple a of years ago. Bloke. Must hate his family. He, Must hate his oh, family. I'm he's, not saying that. he's never home. He's earning a living for the family. Oh, is that what, what it is? Doing. Okay, it's not the fact he's got he 27 children at home and uh, oh, he's oh. able to get away to do to ride his bike. Mate. It's me. It's not him. It's me. <laughs> so Jens is going to be in town. That's something to look forward to in the next couple of weeks. If you've ever seen the story Overcoming and you see Jens, what you see on the screen is exactly what you get. That's how Jens is. He's a he genuine fellow. Absolutely genuine. We saw him at Tour Down Under the other week. Had a chat with him. and it's just He just, what do you do, that Everest, that silly yeah, Everest see, thing? He, he rode for 24 oh, hours and God. climbed the height of Everest up some hill in the snow in Germany. <laughs> just when you had to, you didn't have to show you were any harder than you were. He goes and does that. Yeah. So he's in town. In the next couple of weeks, March 15, there will be a dinner. More details to follow. We'll give you more details next week uh, about that one. And, of course, something coming up April the 2nd is the Dams Ride. Five Dams, three Dams. I'll be riding three Dams for the first time ever participating in one of these things. And I see it as a, it's a great ride. I've, I've spoken to people who've done it. It's, you know, it's not a race. You go out there, you ride. I just see it as a great way to do some training and have someone with a drink station along the way to give me some food and water. It's going to be fantastic. Matt Tognini loves the Dams ride. I do. Run by it. Bicycling Western Australia, Australia. And they do a great job just promoting cycling and getting people out well, on bikes. They had the Calamunda 100 on the just weekend. Just the other day. Yeah. On the weekend. Yep. I did a loop of the weir and the amount of bike riders doing that, going out there, spending their hard-earned and then doing that 100k ride around Calamunda. Two and a half thousand metres of climbing they did. You know, they just did laps and laps and laps and laps. I would have been bored. <laughs> I would have been, you know, because there's so many Wouldn't nice roads. To, no, I didn't. That's why I went and did my own ride. But good on them. They got, you know, 500 people out there to do a ride through Pickering Brook and out to Mundaring. And you can't knock it. People want to ride bikes. They like, do. They anything want to anything that gets people on bikes. And anyone who wants, anyone who you promotes know, whether it it's and a gets BMX people bike, on there. Yep, mountain fantastic. bike, bicycle in Western Australia, the Ring Series, West Coast Masters, West Coast Masters. What's going on, West Coast Masters riders? There was a race on the weekend and none of you showed up. Why didn't you show up? It was at Yanship, and the course is tough. They used to have the water park at Yanship. What happened? Uh, they ran out, they ran out of water. Ran out of water. Uh, they ran out, out of water. No, look, it's a bit sad water. for the vets on the weekend. They didn't have a great showing. All powered on for putting a race on. Yep. The course around there is, you know, it's tough. Um, you know, a guy like Mick Russell, veteran of WA Cycling, did a lap in C grade. Uh, rides for KHT, just down the road. Just down the road, KHT, come and see us, all your financial needs. Uh, it's also hard to get to, so if you want to ride your bike to get there, the bicycle infrastructure going north is not fantastic. The only thing I'll say is, look, don't get me wrong, I understand there's races we like to race and there's Absolutely. races we don't want to race and blah, 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 blah. And, you can, and we've all got the right to choose what we want to ride and what we don't want to ride. But... The volunteers who stand on the right side of the road in the sun, and we mention them, Dan O'Donoghue's of this world, out at the vets, Wayne Lally, Mel Davis, Merv Byfield, uh, all these other people out there who are doing the numbers and all this How sort of stuff. How can you forget Bob Addy? Bob Addy. I, I can't, oh, Bob Addy. You Good can't one. forget Bob Addy. My only thing is, to all the cyclists out there who one week to an next say, nah, I don't want to go there because it's there, just remember, you've got volunteers who can stay in bed on a Sunday morning, who can take the dog for a walk on a Sunday morning, who can just hang out with their family on a Sunday morning, but they feel obligated to put something on for us, the cyclists. So I'm not saying you have to be at every single one, but if there's going to be a course like a Yanship course and the majority of the bunch is going to say, nah, don't want to turn up to that one, maybe let voice that three weeks out. Maybe let, let people know. know three weeks out, look, I'm not going to be at that one, maybe you should have a rethink of it. 
uh, just so we don't burn our volunteers because once they're gone, they, they are come gone. Back. Just a quick shout out. Uh, last week I put a post up on my own private Facebook page, so pretty much everyone here won't have seen that. Uh, Chris Coote, who's a commissaire here in Western Australia, he's the guy who rides the big fancy motorcycle, does a great job of volunteering as a commissaire in Western Australian cycling. Had a bad cycling crash on his bicycle. Uh, he's got about three months of rehab. He broke his collarbone, he did his ribs, he's hurt his arm and his hand. Uh, big shout out to Chris. Uh, he and I have had a chat, uh, but uh, wish you all the best, mate, and hope it all goes well for the rehab. Folks, well, well, that's pretty it, much it. Remember, any feedback, matt1 at iinet.net.au. Tell us what you think about discs. Tell us what you think about the local racing. Tell us what you think about us. You know, we'll take that on board and we'll try we and... Care, uh, we yeah. may care, we may not. You know, probably likely, and we won't. Ooh, and Tour of Margaret River. It's coming up. It's coming up, and they might have a World Tour team riding. We will speak to you next week. When Cheers. we know. Based out of Nan up this year, so thanks, guys. Next week. <laughs>